A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. Woman TV for women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom, and financial independence. My name is Janisha Alwara. Today we have CEO and co-founder at Data Advisor. Inglian is here with us today. And Inglian, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit more for to, to for our audience? Okay, great. Thank you. It's my great pleasure to be here. My name is Ying Nanshi. I'm the CEO, co-founder of DataVisor. DataVisor is a company that leverages the AI machine learning combined with big data technology to help large consumer-facing enterprises to fight a variety of fraud, abuse, and money laundering activities. We are based in Silicon Valley, and our headquarters is there. And we also have offices in Beijing and Shanghai. Wow, and for you being in a position of power of influence, and this topic is about being a woman of influence. How do you define being a woman of influence? Um, I think being woman of influence can be very broad, and sometimes people interpret a little bit more narrow way. And the influence is that. As women, we actually are influencing in, in many different ways, right? We play different roles, and uh, we influence both my workplace, our coworkers, and as a leader, uh, we influence our team. And uh, but there are also bigger influences. We influence the family and the friends. We influence our children, and uh, so to some extent, the women actually have a, have a great influence on the society in general, and can be actually. Uh, like very broad and deep. Yes. So, how? What are some of the myths and obstacles of a woman at your level, right? You know, challenges that you face. Um, I think that the the challenges we typically face because uh, as a, as a startup a co-founder and a CEO, and relatively speaking, woman is still the minority. Mm. So I, I would say uh, from that perspective, and. Um, uh, there are all like sort of uh, disadvantages of of the perspective. For example, when you go to events and um, uh, when you have a lot of, uh, for example, go to startup events when you have a lot of uh, guys, CEOs, and um, all co-founders, you sometimes would find it a little bit difficult to start conversations, etc. And uh, because uh, when they see you. They didn't see you as a, as a CEO. They they didn't feel you at that position. Maybe their stereotype is um, and um, uh, probably like representing the company some position. It could be, and um, there are also definitely other places where I also felt woman has uh, also a unique advantage as well. For example, like woman, sometimes uh, I I would say like sort of. Um, 
definitely this issue is being paid attention to, right? Kind of this gender minority imbalance. So there are channels then for women to advocate, and there are cases where, for example, we can um, kind of uh, use these to expose. Uh, kind of um, ourselves a little bit more and companies a little bit more, and there's, these are the potential opportunities as well. But in general, um, I would basically to say uh, I would encourage. I think that the, the key is to really encourage to have the level of support for women to pursue our own dreams mm. and uh, uh, to be like sort of more like the risk taking and yeah. doing things like to, to realize our fulfill like our life goals but this is I understand this is very personal as well and but I think with the, the awareness and uh, of now the society with the support from family and friends uh, I think it will become better how so I'm really curious, how was it for you when you first started on this journey? Because you talk about being minority in a very male-dominated um, uh, space, right? And you, know, and you still mention about chasing your dreams and believing in your vision. So can you share a little bit more about your journey? Yeah, I'd be happy to. First of all, I would say overall, I, I still feel myself lucky. And uh, lucky in the sense that... Uh, me and my co-founders, we both actually are uh, female co-founders. This is a company of the technology. But we actually are fortunate enough to work with many of the, uh, a few of these uh, greatest investors in the world. And they definitely did not hold any view of like we are women and want to treat us differently. So I felt very lucky. Actually, um, I didn't feel like the, the, the severe pain, like sort of to say, as many others do, of working with uh, investors and the customers. And, um, and, but on the other hand, during some of our early, like for example, like startup process, I also did encounter of others who would think of this slightly differently, for example, as an example that I mentioned uh, in the past as well, that uh, um, uh, when Fang and I, my co-founder Fang and I, were looking for funding opportunities or looking for general thoughts and advice of to say uh, of our directions of potential startups, we, we would face investors and having the comment of, oh, two charming ladies want to do a startup. Yeah. And I think uh, that maybe subconsciously just a comment, is that serious? Things like that. Mm. And um, I think once we start a serious dialogues, people realize we are very serious and they they generally would not have that comment. But I would just say on the surface, when seeing maybe the image of two female co-founders, sometimes that question yeah. could raise up. Yeah. yeah, so they question your ability and your question um, your your seriousness, seriousness kind of, yeah. right so my question will be how do you turn it around of course you said having a dialogue with them but do you think that women have to work harder and turn things around for themselves because they are women do you think this gender inequality part is really sometimes working in favor or disfavor of us um, so as as myself I did not 
think very intentionally that I need to work around harder. That that didn't come across to me. I'm not felt maybe there is some like a lucky part that I was able to work with some of these best investors in the world who actually are extremely supportive and extremely helpful. So I didn't have that strong feeling of I need to work harder. But in general, startup is hard. So I always felt I need to work hard. And that is a fact, I believe, regardless of man or woman, we have to work very hard, particularly as an entrepreneur. And um, it's just not an easy journey. And um, so that kind of uh, awareness and that kind of thing always pushed us through. And um, so um, my comment is really like sort of uh, uh, regardless what we do as uh, like sort of whether it's a guy and a woman, we as, as we pursue our dreams, we always have to work very hard. And um, so um, there are definitely the other is commenting they face some obstacles women have to work harder but uh, my personal experience I feel I'm probably the lucky side yeah and oh maybe it's just I've not think about I've not thought about this way but we've always been working very hard <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah do you do you think influence um, you know by working very hard and influence goes hand in hand because when we have a certain influence we don't really need to work hard but we can choose to work hard and smart at the same time so what are some of the qualities a woman should have to build her level of influence yeah I think uh, the sometimes I feel influence whichever level comes from like uh, the established based on result and based on uh, the examples you've set and uh, the respect, for example, others developed. And um, so the inference, I would say, is not immediate, but it, it's gradual. It's kind of um, anything you want to have an inference, you build upon time. And um, so that's how I see kind of uh, uh, kind of uh, where the inference comes from. But uh, as, as a woman, like sort of from the inference, like sort of a perspective, I definitely felt that you mentioned, I feel this probably uh, is true regardless because as mentioned, the gender image, people, because it's so male-dominant, people probably uh, from the first intuition would not establish that strong correlation between like sort of a woman and a strong leader on a first thought. This is kind of, uh, we mentioned subconscious maybe bias psychologically that yes. could be present just because Statistically, it's a smaller, but I think the the what we want to overcome then is what we mentioned that the inference comes gradual over time. So you do have the disadvantage of maybe bias initially, but we can also try to overcome that with the inference over time. That's yeah, so influence to you is a gradual process that needs to be built over time. So to add on to that, uh, to what you have said, uh, is that do you think that foundations of you know having that imaging that you talk about, building that brand imaging for a new startup founder or female entrepreneur who is just thinking about starting out, do you think that first personal branding is important, which you have said yes. Two, what are some of the key areas they need to work on before maybe meeting and going out for pitching or building or starting their business? Yeah, so um, so I, I take this external kind of going out pitching, etc. I also take it very seriously too. 
because that uh, uh, from from the startup perspective, entrepreneur perspective, every potential external pitch not just represent person, but to some extent represents a company as well. So I think the uh, the, the as I mentioned, the inference is gradual, and that pitch also people want to you you also want to basically build and um, think about carefully and maybe build carefully as well. In the sense is. Uh, uh, put into this thoughts in terms of what message you want to deliver, for example, to the investors, to the external customers, and um, to some extent, this is uh, this is something everyone needs to work on very hard. From particular for a startup, just because you're a startup, but you're new, you you haven't established that credibility. How do you convince others yeah. right? that is? Uh, uh, harder thing. It's a hard thing itself, but definitely echo back to the topic. Woman, you, you're overcoming that initial bias, the image kind of maybe bias to add to that pitch. I, I definitely can understand that bit. And um, so, uh, so I want to add on. So I need to hold hold you there, uh, which is like, do do you think the women should be um, not saying dressed in a certain way, but some of the key foundations they need to build first? Like for example, get their profiles right or um, get their messaging right first before you know so that when people search about them they have more enhanced credibility what are some of the things that uh, you also would like to add on to to share with them I, I definitely think that personal profile and credibility is important regardless of the gender in general yes. that uh, is uh, that that is important and uh, but I, I do agree and um, as a woman, that is particularly important because, as I mentioned, there could be some initial subconscious bias out there just because statistically we are a smaller population. Yeah. <laughs> but we will conquer the world! <laughs> okay, um, last two questions. Um, so, in your journey, again, once again, were there any times that you feel really vulnerable? Because as you build such a big company, you know, you have so many, your big team and co-workers, were there times that you feel vulnerable as a woman? Um, I wouldn't call it vulnerable. I would call maybe the times when you feel um, it's super challenging, maybe, and in particular um, uh, as a first-time entrepreneur, there are a lot of challenges that we face. Every stage of the startup, you face new problems coming up, right? and also startup is a journey. It's not uh, like sort of a, a straight line curve. You, you would have up and downs. You would always have these times when you feel kind of um, more like sort of um, being kind of uh, this is this is obstacles you you want to overcome. There are new challenges and um, what you should be doing. But I would say, luckily, in our case, me and my co-founder. Uh, we actually worked together for a really long time. Actually, before starting the company, we've collaborated for over seven years, and um, so that great partnership actually is one of the keys that hold us all together throughout this journey and uh, going through the challenges and difficulties. Because after all, you will have a great partner working with you, regardless and good or bad. That itself is, I would say, it's a priceless and really precious. And yeah. 
I love that. Um, can you share a little bit about the partnership? Like, what are some of the qualities of looking for great partners? I think a lot of the women out there they try to find partners, but sometimes it goes into like disaster. Or some of them are really successful. So, what are maybe a few key things that you look for? Uh, I would say we we didn't like sort of intentionally look for because we were lucky we've collaborated for seven years right, and we form like a sort of great like sort of uh, partnership and friendship and work through each other. I think uh, there are like sort of a few things that in retrospect now I look like. Uh, Kind of hold our partnership so tight, so dear to each other, and uh, to the extent I feel it's formidable for both of us then to move forward together. Is a I, I think uh, we actually uh, uh, share a lot of common background and um, come from very similar like background locations, and um, both of us two kids, family. <laughs> We, we live close. There are a lot of commonalities. Definitely can echo with each other. Be importantly, more important, I think we also complement each other. We have uh, different, slightly different personalities. We have different strengths and weakness. We complement each other, and not only that, but we are very open to each other in the sense that we can talk about our achievements and we can talk about our personal weakness and shortcoming very openly. To each other, I think that's important. That's important in the sense of as we make our progress, there are a lot of things we need to improve ourselves. And having someone you can be very openly talk about our own weakness and pointing out the other's weakness, and not being defensive with each other, but actually to encourage each other to help each other conquer this. Is super important in the sense to do self-reflection and to help uh, both of us actually improve, and um, so that kind of channel you, you have that kind of channel that uh, kind of uh, uh, sharing, yeah, is okay. very helpful. And, and you said you have two kids, so as a mompreneur, how do you cope and manage that? Well, it, it is very uh, challenging, I would say, for both me, <laughs> my co-founder, and um, so when I started my Uh, this the data visor. Uh, my uh, younger kids is uh, about like uh, three years old. I think for my co-founder, hers is probably one year old. So at, at a very young age, I think um, uh, one thing with you both of us is to find the support. I have my family support. My parents are very supportive. My husband is very supportive, even though like he works full time, he's very busy. One, two, but a they support you mentally. They did not see like sort of your they they support you to realize your dream. I, I think that's very important. That's that's one thing you really need to say. You are quitting your job and you're quitting a very kind of a, a good income, stable income, and suddenly doing things a little bit unstable. They they need to accept that. Not only that, they they need to cheer for you. They're, they they feel this is great. I think um, uh, both of us are kind of lucky to get that factor of a support from family, and that is tremendously like uh, precious and important to us. And um, then um, after that, it's all about uh, doing. You you mentioned the work smartly. We have to admit both of us, like with the family, uh, sometimes, for example, like sort of the the working hours, and um, we. Uh, I I go back. I I always make myself 
try as much as possible go back to family for dinner time, wow. right? And um, that's that's one both my co-founder and I uh, would do. Like sort of, it, it's all about time management and work smartly, and then you spend uh, more quality time with your kids. And uh, also, how how do you creatively? About、uh, making kids more independent, there are <laughs> ideas I want to say. <laughs> so、uh, there are there are like sort of、uh, um, always ideas along that. I wouldn't say like sort of I'm, I'm, we are always doing the best, like all the perfect, but we are all trying to work very hard, at least to balance work and family. And I think the key is that. Uh, Uh, family sees that and then they appreciate it. Even maybe they didn't feel we do as much <laughs> good, but they're supportive, and that's very important. I love that. And Soul Rich Woman is also all about women support, supporting women. So, what is your greatest accomplishment、uh, up to today? Greatest、uh, accomplishment?、Uh, you mean women like yeah, support? So your, I feel life and your business. I feel that the greatest accomplishment myself is that、uh, we actually、uh, brave enough to get out and create DataVisor, and DataVisor is growing really strong, like sort of a growing from idea concept to today, like over a hundred people startup,、yeah. and in the deep technology area, and、um, uh, basically based in like sort of、uh, in the valley, but also having offices in. Different parts, like in, in, in U.S. and China, and、uh, we are extremely also proud to serve many of the largest actually enterprises in the world.、Uh, they range from like、uh, social commerce side, gaming side, to financial side. Some of the names, including in the U.S., like Yelp, like Pinterest,、wow. and、um, from Europe, like LetGo, and、um, from China, for example, JD, Dianping. Yes, these very、uh, large companies. Companies,、uh, all we are very proud to serve all of them. Yeah. Wow. Last but not least, what is the one advice that you give to our viewers out there to chase their dreams?、Um, I think we, in our heart, we always have some dreams to chase, and、um, and I would say think about like sort of a is, is people people sometimes get confused of their dreams versus some easy replacement. That they can easily settle. What, what do you mean by that? And I would say, for example, if their dreams is to, for example,、uh, to say I want to go to the best schools to pursue, for example, study, they sometimes could settle with a local nearby place because、uh, that seems lower risk or whatever. So I would say first figure out your goal. And if you're optimizing to say you want to go to the best place to pursue study, go with that. And a understand truly figure out what your dream is. I think、uh, that can be sometimes confusing to people. And、um, I would say if you figure that out, then you would work toward it, and that's to 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 really pursue what you truly want. And、um, always. We always have to work really hard toward that.、Yeah. That's my belief toward it. And no matter how smart, how、uh, this thing, we always have to work hard to pursue our dream.
I agree with that.、Um, just, just very curious.、Uh, even though you said that, yeah, we should go towards our dreams, go to the best school, just go forward. A lot of the women have this thing called the limiting beliefs, and we always talk about tearing down the limiting beliefs, right? So between resources and resourcefulness, how would you navigate or advise our audience to navigate between these two、um, pools, these two points? Yeah, I think there. You probably mentioned there are maybe some practical obstacles that prevent, for example, women pursuing dreams and to say, "Oh, I have this family, and、um, can I still do it?" Right. I, I hope my example shows we all have families. And we have two ladies, but we also started a company too, and um, so. Um, I think people can be we 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 as people we can be very creative and、um, so and looking at、uh, the you 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 exactly to the point of the resources how to get the resources as I mentioned we need to think about the, the support comes from、uh, the the family support I would say is a resource that we need and、um, so definitely、uh, we need to. When we pursue our dreams, we we have to consider these factors. But、uh, I would say some of the resources is what we would pursue ourselves too at the same time. For example,、uh, if you want to say、uh, early days when you want to start a business, you would need to let's say use early days example. You would need these many steps, including like for example, buying servers, learning new technologies. You see that as resources, and you, we we could all figure out to say, oh, these are the these are the steps you need to pursue a business. But the same thing is, let's look at our dream. If that dream involves realizing that the first step is, I need a family support, or I need my kids to go to a full time school, then pursue that yourself too and work hard toward it. And、uh, work with others as well, and so those are the necessary steps and components. And we don't want to be deterred by the practical obstacles. At least I would say, try the best that you can and try hard. And sometimes the practical things can be very brutal. Just there's no way to overcome it. I understand that scenario, but at least you've tried, and you've tried your best. And then at least you said I, I've, I've done this. Then I think、uh, um, that, that's a good answer as well. Wow, you know, Ingrid, I've learned so much in just a very short interview with you, and I can see that you have very practical and straightforward advice because you walk the talk, and that's what I love about you. So thank you very much, and thank you for being on this interview today. And thanks to our audience for watching this episode of Soul Rich Woman TV. For the show notes, it will be available at soulrichwoman.com. My name is Janisha Alora, and this is Inglian from Data Advisor.、I'll、see you really soon. Thank you, and bye bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honored that we are connected, and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it five stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding the Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone, you are strong. Together, we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it, because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always. 
get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.